the Slightly Scary Podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Savannah. And we are your ghost hosts. This week, we're talking about jack-o'-lanterns. How cute. <laughs> this is this is like going to be a great episode. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited too. Have you ever wondered why we go to a pumpkin patch, spend so much time looking for the perfect pumpkin, the most plump pumpkin only to rip out its guts, carve into its skin and stick a fire inside of it. When we get home. Yeah. Us too. Let's talk about it. <laughs> well, Savannah, do you know about the origins of this legend at all? I don't other than the fact that pumpkins are super cute and they smell wonderful. And someone one day was like, I'm going to put my face in it. And then they carved it. I feel like that's the whole legend. That's the episode. Honestly, so close seriously oh my god wow I didn't even have any prep work I feel like that's that's it that's what the legend is yeah that's basically it well we're done with the episode bye guys bye (laughs) um so I I've always like wondered this you know me like loving Halloween loving this time of year it's September this is our first episode we're recording in September which is awesome we're finally into spooky season Mm -hmm. um and I've always kind of wondered this and um I don't know if you've seen the movie Trick or Treat. Gage really told good. me he was like, "Why why have this podcast if you've never watched Trick or Treat?" And I was like, "You know what, Gage? Sure." <laughs> He's got like, a good point. Go watch it tonight or else next episode you're gone, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kicked off the cast. It's fine. Sabrina, you got it. Take over. Yeah. We're going to replace you with Stingy Jack. I cannot wait. Actually, I could never replace you, so please don't leave me. <laughs> Just FYI. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm so happy you'll tolerate my ignorance to trick or treat. Yes, always, literally. But it's so great. They have a whole, it's like a series of short stories. I actually talk about it in, you know, my outline that I wrote, what we're getting into today. I talk about it, but it's a series of stor- short stories. And um, one of the short stories, it's like rules for Halloween. And one of them is you should never blow out the light of a jack-o'-lantern. Um, a- so ever since I know, right. It's, it's fire hazard. <laughs> well, Savannah, you play with fire on Halloween and you don't get burned. That's the rules for Halloween. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That's no wonder I haven't got burnt on Halloween. Exactly. It's flip-flopped. So mm-hmm. everything's flip-flopped. But ever since watching that, I've I've like been really curious about why we carve pumpkins on Halloween and like what the superstition or legend is behind it. So it it's pretty interesting what I read into. And I'm excited to share it with you. Thank you. I'm excited for you to share with me too. Do you carve pumpkins every year? No, I I paint them with my family. We get together like two weeks before Halloween and we paint pumpkins, but I have entered a pumpkin carving contest a couple of years ago and I won. Um, what? I know I won a pumpkin pie for my first ever carving. I did Jack Skellington from- Oh my gosh. I know, The Nightmare Before Christmas because I was like, that one's pretty cool. I did not like the texture. I didn't like getting the pumpkin. It just felt weird in my hands and it was messy but I'd, I'd be willing to do it again I feel like we should do it we should carve a pumpkin yeah 100 percent. well first off do you have a picture of that I feel like of your skeleton guy my mom should I should ask her because I feel like I don't know I feel like I did good I did pretty good I, was... I mean if you won you did good yeah exactly <laughs> I'm just holding it to this day I was like 
the family names barbecue like i won their pumpkin carving contest oh my gosh okay if you have a picture of it send it to me i want to post it on our instagram for everybody to see so everybody can see your lovely winter pumpkin winter winter chicken dinner pumpkin dinner pumpkin eater there you go how do you do you carve pumpkins this is like a long-standing tradition in my family um you know my parents go all out they go balls to the wall for Halloween. And I've carved pumpkins like ever since I can remember. I'm pretty sure there's like home videos of like me and my sisters carving pumpkins, like whenever we were kids. And now I force Zach to do it every year with me. I don't know if he likes it or not, but like we do it. <laughs> oh, he says he likes it. Okay, good. <laughs> He's coerced. He's like blinking for help in the background. Like, Please don't make me carve one this year. I, he probably agrees with the texture of the inside of a pumpkin is just really gross. I never found that to be true for myself. I love the texture. I think it's really fun. It's like, oh, this is going to sound so weird. The inside of a turkey, whenever you get to stuff a turkey for I'm learning so many <laughs> new things about you. This is, um, I like textures. <laughs> so my thing's skin and your thing's guts. I, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about the skin. Yeah, I'm all about the skin and you're all about oh. shoving your hand inside things and rumming around. Guts. <laughs> That's great. Thank I guess you. so. But I go deep into the pumpkins. I'm taking a spoon and I'm carving out like so deep to where like, it's not just the guts. I'm carving out like the thick part of the inside of the pumpkin. Like I'm getting it clean. So nothing catches on fire, you know? Damn. Safety she hazard. came and she ate and that's yeah. exactly what you're doing. You came and you cleaned the pumpkin out. 100%. In another life, you could have been someone that does colonoscopies. Probably not. (laughs) I don't want to do that. I don't like (laughs) that texture. (laughs) It's like food. (laughs) Yeah, but you go like deep inside these things with instruments and you clean them out. And I feel like that would have been perfect for you. No, thank you. No, thank you. (laughs) Please never. That's a nightmare for me. (laughs) I don't think anybody in the world really chooses colonoscopies I think it just happens upon them I don't see anybody being like this is it this is what I want to do I don't know maybe someone who like advocates for colon cancer like maybe but you gotta yeah, think that like there's sense. a there's a lot that goes into the job you know like you gotta make sure someone's cleansed out and that's how you do with your pumpkins you make sure they're cleansed out <laughs> I'm telling that you I do that I do so. colonoscopist that's what's that it be. No, oh. I'm pretty sure that's what I was like. Mean. That's a big word. <laughs> Thank you. I just made it up. <laughs> Good job. Well, before we really get into it, I do have to share this fun fact. Zach and I decorated for Halloween. <gasps> like not Halloween. Sorry. Oh my gosh. I messed up. I got ahead of myself. We decorated for fall. That was such a tease. And I hate I that know. you did that to me. How I know. dare you? I see the lighted leaves behind you and have- your mantle place. Yeah, I have leaves. I have our scarecrows by the front door. I've got a pumpkin, two pumpkins with leaves beside me, a fall candle and more and more stuff and more to come. I need my mom to help me decorate because I only could get so far. And I was like, I don't know what to do with the rest of this. (laughs) I have a a whole tote of stuff and Gage and I went to Target earlier and I got a fall colored knitted blanket. I got a candle. I got a wreath because the wreaths that you and I made somebody, I'm not going to speculate who but someone who also goes by the name of Mr. Kitten <gasps> spilled glitter all over, like got into the Christmas decorations and dumped the glitter into the Halloween decorations. 
and now it's just Christmas ties and I was like no nope, I'm gonna have to get rid of that so I got oh, myself no. a new one I know what a naughty mitts that's so bad of him well it'll make you feel better to know that my wreath that we made together is hanging out my door so Aww. one still stands thank you <laughs> we gotta make Christmas ones for Klaus Klausmas yes. what's his name Krampus you were Krampus. so close Klausmas <laughs> Well, you've decorated for Krampus by your mantle place with the leaves. Is Are you ready Krampus? for him to come down your chimney? <laughs> this fall? Yeah. Krampus is Christmas. I know, but he's he's coming again. It's kind of like... Oh, he comes twice, twice a year this time. <laughs> I guess. Maybe you should cover that episode. I have no idea who Krampus is. I know so much about Krampus. PSA for everybody. We're doing a Krampus episode come Christmas time. So get ready for that. I We're excited. <laughs> no yes. idea what's going on <laughs> he's, he's oh my gosh zach and i are gonna get a krampus christmas tree topper it's gonna be great i can't wait for it i already have found it on amazon but I'm so that's that's a story for another episode <laughs> we're talking about stingy jack sav are you ready to get into it i'm so ready let's do this So to understand the reason behind this common Halloween tradition, we have to dive deep into an old Irish legend, the legend of Stingy Jack. As legend goes, there was a man who went by the name of Stingy Jack. He was a drunk and he wasn't looked highly upon by the townsfolk. One evening, the devil overheard people talking about Stingy Jack and his stingy ways. And the devil thought to himself, I must have his soul. What were they sitting at a bar and the devil was like, you know what? I'll take his soul and a side of mozzarella sticks, please. Like, yeah. like I don't what? really know why the devil's there. The, it didn't go into it. I read two different articles. Neither of them talked about why the devil was, you know, setting his home up in a bar. It makes no was. sense. Like you're not going to go towards somebody else. It's like, he's a little stingy. Like he doesn't like to share the appetizer. Like he doesn't share a good enough tip. I'm going to take his soul. That's only fair. <laughs> well, uh, when the devil came to collect his soul, Stingy Jack invited the devil to have one final drink with him. It's nice, right? Wrong. Okay. Wrong, Savannah. <laughs> well, you were getting ready to say right. It's wrong. Okay. True to his name, Stingy Jack did not want to pay for him and the devil's drinks. So he conjured up a great trick. Remember to use this next time you go out for drinks. Okay. okay. It's a really good trick. Okay. He convinced the devil to turn himself into a coin so that they could use it to buy the drinks. The devil who always loved a good trick agreed. Once the devil turned himself into a coin, instead of using him to pay for the drinks, stingy Jack slipped the coin into his pocket where he had a silver cross waiting there. This cross prevented the devil from turning back into his original form and essentially kept him trapped inside his pocket. So now bro's got the devil in his pocket. He doesn't have to pay for his drinks. What a time. What an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you're going to trick the devil into turning into a currency and then keep him in your pocket? Like, bro, like, well, I mean, like, just pay for your Bud Light. Like, it's not that deep. Like, what did you, you think that's what he was getting in Ireland? It was a Bud Light. You know what? Might as well. What's another Irish beer? Guinness? Is that an Irish beer? Sure. He should have we'll paid for the Guinness. It. That's rude. <laughs> you're right. Well, let's see how it turned out for him. Mm-hmm. Jack eventually made a deal with the devil. He told the devil he would let him out under one condition, that condition being that he would never bother Jack for one whole year. 
And if Jack should die within that year, the devil could not claim his soul. So a year goes by and the devil does not disturb Stingy Jack. But exactly one year later, the devil sees Jack stumbling home from a pub. Jack knew all too well that the devil was hellbent, not hesitant. (laughs) (laughs) Completely different. I don't know if it's tonight, Jack. Maybe I'll come back. It's fine. <laughs> I'll try again tomorrow. <laughs> the devil was hellbent on taking his soul. So Stingy Jack asked the devil to climb a tree to give him an apple as a final snack before they head, well, south. <laughs> you know, to hell. <laughs> oh, no. Is that where it is? Not Florida. <laughs> Is Florida south of Ireland? Yeah, it would be. It would be kind of southwest. I don't know directions. (laughs) (laughs) The devil agreed and climbed into the apple tree. When the devil reached the top of the tree, Stingy Jack carved a cross into the trunk, trapping the devil once again. Jack made a deal with the devil and told him he would let him down if he promised not to bother him for another 10 years. The devil agreed. Damn, this guy's really like in his chances. He's just trying to trick you once, I trick you twice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, a few years later, Jack died. Because of all of his evil deeds and stingy ass ways, God did not let him into heaven. And the devil, staying true to his word, refused to collect his soul and did not let him into hell. The devil sent stingy Jack off into the night with one final parting gift a burning ember from hell. That way he could use it to light his way as he roamed the earth for eternity. Jack put this burning hellfire in a carved out turnip and has been using it ever since to roam the earth. The Irish began referring to Stingy Jack as Jack of the Lantern, which later became Jack-o'-lantern, which is where we get that. So if Stingy Jack carved and placed a burning ember into a turnip, why aren't we all picking out the finest turnip this time of year? That's what I want to know. Why can I pick out a turnip? That's unacceptable. I I feel like you could, like, I wouldn't judge you if you wanted to go pick out a turnip. I'd go with you. It'd be kind of fun. But Target doesn't sell decorated turnips in the Magnolia home section. So obviously I can't just go get turnips. That's a fact. That is a fact. We'd have to go out to a field. We'll go Mm -hmm. to my hometown, see if there's any turnip farmers. Well, in Scotland and Ireland, they actually used to carve turnips and potatoes. They would often place them near the windows and doors to help ward away stingy Jack and other evil spirits. When people from these cultures immigrated to America, they did in fact bring the legend of Jack of the Lantern with them, and in turn, the tradition of carving a jack-o'-lantern. But they soon found that the native fruit, the pumpkin, worked quite well for carving into a jack-o'-lantern. So now we carve frightening jack-o'-lanterns to ward off evil spirits and restless souls when the veil is lifted on Halloween night. So it's just the simple fact of like pumpkins were a native fruit to America, which I didn't know pumpkins were a fruit. I guess yeah, I never really thought about seeds. that. Yeah, but like raspberries have seeds, don't they? Yeah, but raspberries are fruit. Yeah. <laughs> are you saying that vegetables have seeds? Do vegetables have seeds? Yeah, vegetables have seeds, but so fruits and vegetables have seeds. Yeah, but it's like the way that they are in the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, look at my eyes. The way that it's in the item specifically is how it's determined. Wait, but potatoes don't have seeds. Neither do I. Don't know. Is fruit <laughs> like what grows from the plant, and then like vegetables are the plant? 
because like if you plant a potato oh. then you get a potato plant and a potato is a vegetable yeah and like a turnip like if you plant a, an actual turnip then you get like turnip sprouts uh-huh but <laughs> i'm confused on how that differs from fruit i don't know i'm thinking of a strawberry plant right now <laughs> it's it's the the mystery we'll never solve <laughs> the difference between fruits and vegetables maybe we should hire like a botanist or something to come on here and or explain to us how it works you know what? Do you think it's my mom fine. could explain it? Yeah, I think Cheryl She's could definitely much explain what's going on. I just don't. Maybe I failed school. Like she- I feel <laughs> like I failed school now. I feel like that's like the most simple thing in the world is just the difference between a fruit and a vegetable. I'm looking and it I up always, right now. This please is do. Not I always thought that it was like one of them has seeds and the other one doesn't. I need to know because I can't fruit. continue on with life without knowing. Fruit versus vegetable. Fruit versus vegetables. Showdown, smackdown. Um, a fruit develops from the flower of a plant, while the other parts of a plant are categorized as vegetables. So fruits contain seeds, while vegetables can can consist of roots, stems, and leaves. Okay, okay. So okay, the plant about- makes the fruit, and the the vegetable makes the plant. So you were right. Did I do it? I think so. I think that's what you were saying earlier. Good job. Thank you. So it has nothing to do with seeds. I don't know. Uh, fruits contain seeds. I'm just thinking like a cucumber has seeds. But a cu- cucumber is a fruit. What? Yeah. No, a cucumber is a vegetable. Is cucumber a fruit? Um, cucumbers are fruit. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I've been eating cucumbers like crazy for the last year thinking it was a vegetable. <laughs> life is a lie zucchini is a vegetable i hate zucchini (laughs) (laughs) we're here for the laughs and we're here for the tears i mean (laughs) you shattered my whole world (laughs) well savannah have you ever heard of the old folklore and i know we talked about this earlier so i actually know that you have not heard of this (laughs) don't blow the light of the jack-o'-lantern out (laughs) i don't know why you wouldn't okay so i i think it stems from this movie trick or treat i tried to look and it's trick r it's like not like and or like <laughs> toys r okay it stems from this movie i believe i wasn't really able to find anything else about like this tradition or legend um but it's still really cool so i wanted to add it in here so basically the rule is you don't blow out the light of a jack-o'-lantern after midnight so in this movie in the very first scene a woman wants to blow out the light of a jack-o'-lantern and her husband warns her against it. He says it's an ancient tradition and tells her to wait until after midnight. She disregards this and blows it out anyway. Unfortunately, she is later met with the Halloween demon named Sam who brutally murders her. Uh, (laughs) What? You're going to be a demon and you pick the name Sam? I don't know why. I have no (laughs) idea why, but he's creepy. He's creepy. Have you ever like seen like photos or anything from this movie? I gotta look it up now. You gotta look it up, dude. He's like just eerie. He's a little kid with a bag on his head. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's a little little creepy. You need to watch this movie. It is so good. That's what Gage said. I guess like this. Well, listen to Gage. (laughs) And me. I know. Like this husband with her with his wife being like you need to listen to me sheila and look at sheila now look at her now (laughs) sheila now (laughs) so all we're saying is 
keep your candles lit people don't blow out the candle before midnight i actually so the first time i watched this movie was last year with zach and i was like literally like oh i'm keeping it on all night it was a fake candle it wasn't real it was like one of those tea lights but i was like i have to keep it on all at all night because i'm scared now i mean what's what's it matter you know like they're then not demon the sam's gonna bill. come get you mm, for shame for shame come get you well to kind of wrap up this episode savannah and i are going to come together to tell you all a scary story about <laughs> jack-o'-lanterns <laughs> This is an excerpt from Spooky Maryland, retold by S.E. Schlozer. Actually, retold by us. What? Retold by Sav and Bree. Really? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the straight facts. Mm-hmm. After a long day of unlucky hunting, I found myself stuck in the middle of a marshland for the night without a flashlight or a lantern to guide myself in my stumbling steps. So I settled beside a fallen log to rest until daylight. As I tossed and turned, I recalled the story my great uncle told me about a ghost that haunted the marshlands. There was once a man named Jack who was a nasty fellow. He beat his wife and kids, and he was all around a bad chap. Jack got worse and worse as the years rolled by. But finally, Jack's body got so wore out that he died. He went up to heaven, but St. Peter refused to let such a wretched fellow in. He then went to hell but the devil bared the door as soon as he saw Jack coming and wouldn't let him in either. Go away and don't come back. The devil told Jack, How am I supposed to get back in the dark? Jack grumbled. Give me a lantern. So the devil threw a chunk of molten fire out to Jack, who took it in his lantern and he went back to earth, where he wanders forever through the swamps and marshlands of the earth, a bitter spirit whose only delight was in luring the unwary to their doom with his lamp. At this juncture in my musings, I happened to look out over the marshes and notice a blinking light in the fog. Is that you, Jack-o'-lantern? I called jovially. Jack, Jack, Jack. A voice whispered back. I was seriously spooked. I clutched my gun to my chest, the hairs on my arm standing on end. Had it been an echo of my voice or was there someone out here with me? Who's there? I shouted, trying to sound brave and menacing. I waved my gun around. Show yourself at once. Jack, Jack, Jack. The voice hissed from a completely different section of the swamp. A light blinked on and then off. On and then off. Shudders ran up in my spine at the sound of a ghastly voice coming from nowhere. I huddled up against the log, wanting something firm at my back. Suddenly, the story of jack-o'-lanterns didn't seem so funny. My heart was pounding so hard it made my chest hurt. I strained my ears in the silence that fell over the swamp. Jack, Jack, Jack. The voice hissed from somewhere to my left this time. The light blinked on, off, on. I counted 10 heartbeats this time before it went off. The voice sounded closer. I held very still, my instincts screaming at me to hold my breath and not move until the menace had passed. The voice came again far off to the right. Jack, Jack, Jack. It hissed. The light came on, off, on, off. It's moving away, I thought, relaxing just a bit, feeling safer. There was a long, long, long silence. Nothing stirred. Not the wind in the grass, not the frogs or the turtles in the water. Not the crickets, 
were the night insects. Chap, chap, chap. The voice hissed softly right into my ear, and I looked up into the glowing red eyes and twisted face of Jack O'Lantern. I screamed and lashed out at it with my gun. I ran a few steps, tripped, and fell over, knocking my head onto a sharp stone. For a moment I saw stars, and I felt blood pouring from my scalp. The jack-o'-lantern was right behind me. I had to get away. I rolled and fell into a deep pool. I plunged underneath the water, flailing desperately against rope-like grasses that tried to keep me down. My head finally burst out of the water. I gasped desperately for air, treading water as best I could with my trembling limbs and aching head. I heard the creature laughing in the mist. (laughs) Jack, Jack, Jack. The voice hissed delightfully, and the light blinked on, off, on, right over my head, blinding my dazed eyes as horror flowed through me, and I froze my limbs so I could no longer swim for a moment. The grotesque face and red eyes of the jack-o'-lantern loomed out of the mist before my petrified gaze. My head started to swim with pain from my bleeding skull. The evil face above me, lit by its bright light, whirled around and around, growing dimmer as my eyes started to glaze. I was vaguely aware that I should keep swimming, trying to make my way to the edge of the pool, but the effort was too much for my suddenly heavy limbs. I barely noticed myself plunging down into the watery depths of the pool, too stunned by my injury to fight my way to the surface a second time. Then there was only darkness and silence and a voice hissing in cold triumph. Jack, Jack, Jack. Great job, Sam. Whoa! I got chills. You did, did so you? good telling the story. Yes. I was like, oh, oh my okay. gosh. Thank you. I felt like my theater came out. <laughs> I know. You did so well. Come on, storytelling, Sabrina. I love Thank that. You. Good voice telling, Sab. Thank you. I feel like I played the part of the hissing creature well. <laughs> I liked your little laugh you gave at one point. That was great. Because <laughs> yeah, it said hiss delightfully and it laughed in the mist. And I was like, okay. You're like, I like mist. <laughs> I like darkness. I like doing it. Well, I thought that this legend was so awesome. What are your thoughts on it hearing it for the first time? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you mean to tell me just because some guy like cheaped out on a check that like this whole thing had to be, I don't know, came to legend, like the stingy jack guy, like we're rude. Like just tell the guy that he's not paying his tab. <laughs> just tell the devil you're not paying for him. <laughs> He's got sure plenty of money. Over well. Yeah. <laughs> and then keep him trapped. Like, dude, this is messed up. I'm glad I know now. Cause I, I mean, I normally paint my pumpkins, but if I were to carve a pumpkin and then put a light in it, I wouldn't want it to be past midnight. Cause I wouldn't want this hissing thing out of the darkness to come and snatch me up and drown me. Yeah. Seriously. This is a PSA to everybody. Literally don't blow out your candles before midnight. We're giving you the warning now. You have months to prepare. I love this legend. I think it's so fun. I love learning where stuff comes from. It's just, it's fascinating. It makes me love and appreciate Halloween even more. I love this so much. Now I know. The more you know, this is what the podcast is for. Like I've said before, to help us educated folks with fruits, vegetables, and making sure that you stay alive for the holiday. 
Absolutely. Um, well, in the spirit of it being September and Halloween is right around the corner, we have 55 days, the day we're recording this, that we have <laughs> until Halloween. So are you thinking about your costumes? If not, go listen to our costume episode. Seriously. <laughs> if you think what about are you doing pet, here? get a black cat. Honestly, listen to our black cat episode while you're at it. <laughs> I know. What are you doing sitting around? Go do it. You're in your car. You're sitting at home. You're doing the thing. You got time to listen to us. Go listen to one more. <laughs> give money to Spirit Halloween in the store nearest you. <laughs> well, while you're at it, subscribe to our podcast. Give us a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We really appreciate it. And Go give us a follow on Instagram at slightly scary pod. Until next time, keep it scary. Slightly scary. Can you imagine some like dude, like a drunk dude on the side of the road carrying a turnip loose wine. You'd be like, bro, are you well? Like, is everything okay? How's your turnip not on fire? How are you not on fire? I'd have so many questions. I wonder if like, um, that's a tradition in Ireland because this is where the legend starts. Like they all just carve turnips and get drunk and then wander the streets. <laughs> if not, Irish people do that right now. <laughs>